Welcome to another episode of Blunt Bitches with Boobs. This is a special episode. We actually have a guest, Bridget. She is the founder of Busties Forever, so we are super excited to have her on. So let's get right into it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, Joy, and Ashley, for having me on the podcast. I'm really, one, excited that I found your podcast. And as a listener, what I love about the show is, like, you can really feel that y'all are really close friends. Like, when I listen, I always feel like I'm with all of you, so it's really cool to be able to join the circle of uh, busty friends today, we'll say, and like also see all of you too. And also, I'm sorry, I'm sick, so I do sound a little congested, but maybe you'll like work for it, like that like raspy, sick voice. I'm right there with you. Um, I have taken Airborne today. I've taken Mucidex. Like, and not that we don't make weird sounds all the time anyway, so yeah. it's totally fine. <laughs> I know there's like a lot going around and of course like I have a flight really early tomorrow morning so I'm like oh it's always something um, Sorry. but I'm super excited and one of my favorite episodes of <laughs> y'all's podcast is one of the later episodes which I think is a good segue to what we're going to be talking about today which is the O to tits <laughs> and it really spoke it spoke to my tits directly <laughs> And I think for me, that episode was just like exactly in a boob how a lot of women feel about their boobs, especially women who have big boobs. It's really complicated. Um, I think, Chelsea, you have like a very positive relationship with your boobs. Like, <laughs> was it me or Joy? You were like, <laughs> She's I, obsessed I with her Chelsea. boobs over their Joy. Yes. She's, they're well, like her kids. That it was Joy. <laughs> You gotta learn to you gotta learn to love I have a love hate like, relationship with mine. I like to punch right. him sometimes and then you <laughs> what know what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and punch my own dick. Wow. <laughs> just like no. get higher. Get higher. <laughs> That's like me. So I was like really inspired by Joy. I was like, wow, like you have a really great relationship with your boobs and that's awesome. But then also too it's like I think a lot of women have like more complicated relationships and like our boobs are always changing and how we feel about them is always mm-hmm. changing too. So I thought like that was an awesome episode. Um, and if listeners can't already tell, today we're going to be talking about boobs. Yay! <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Bridget um, and I'm a 30F and we're going to be talking about boobs. Wait, what's everyone's size? We should all go around and say our bo- our bra size because I know we're all on the bigger end. So I'm a 30F. So technically I'm a 38G. And I am a 38 triple D. I as well. Love it. Nice. Love it. <laughs> I know. It's like every brand is different and I know it's like hard to get your actual size sometimes. Um, but... A few years ago, my friend and I, who's also busty, she's big boob, we were like venting about how hard it is, as y'all know, to find sports bras that are, you know, supportive, first of all, that actually fit, are like somewhat cute, 
without the wearing three of them. <laughs> I know, like that was like, most of my life until I finally got some good sports bras, which I personally really like. Wacol, they're awesome, and She Fit. I was gonna um, say I saw your post with She Fit, and funny stories. So that is actually their factory, like manufacturing facility, is not that far from us. Is it? I'll have okay. to try them again because yeah. I did order one and it just was not made. It just didn't work. But I did only you try have to one. Order so. big. Like I okay. order almost. I find them to run really small. Yeah, that's um, why I was like, I yes. Which that's disappointing because okay. like I feel like they advertise to the bustier community. I know. That's really oh, yeah. cool though, that they're around. I know. I love like their social media. I do really like it. Once you get the hang of it, because it's like, you really like, it, it sucks you in. And you, <laughs> but it's nice that you can put it on yourself. Like, I always have to have my partner help me put on my sports bra. Or it's like, like y'all, like I remember growing up in the dorm room or like in gym class and I'd wear like two or three sports bras. And like, I just remember the other girls staring at me like, I was kind of like, what do you got going on there? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like, we'll get into like some studies because I think studies are really important when it comes to having big boobs. Because most of the time, I found like if you share your experience, like, oh, like my big boobs, people really like roll their eyes and they don't take you seriously, especially if they don't have big boobs. Like, and it's such a problem to have. Oh, yeah. I feel like people yeah. always like make fun. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard having big boobs. And it's like, it can be. <laughs> yes. Me Especially you. when you're like naturally born with them. Um, and like studies show that, you know, women who have big boobs, it does prevent them from working out. Whether you can't find a sports bra or you have really low self esteem, you feel like everyone's staring at you, which sometimes. And you're going for a run like they are like I've had men say comments I've had women say comments and mm -hmm. like that actually prevents I've seen in a study like women just from like power walking like it is true so my friend and I were like all right we're gonna change the system and make our own sports bras and like we learned really quickly not to excuse sports bra makers but <laughs> it was really complicated like it's not just a t-shirt like the fan the straps mm -hmm. the, the whole thing like it was going to be a money pit. But then I had like, my friend moved to California, I'm in New York City, so it, it just kind of fizzled. But I had my like Carrie Bradshaw moment and was like, I wonder if other people feel this way about the busty experience, we'll call it. And I grew up the only woman in my family with big boobs, also my own friend groups. Like I'm really the only person who has like over double Ds. Yep. So I put yes, on my yes, Instagram yes. story. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yep. I know. So it's like you're more isolated. And I'm like, do other people feel these things? And I put on my Instagram story, like, I want to talk to anyone who identifies as having big boobs. Just wanting to hear, like, what has it been like to have big boobs? Have you, do you love them? Do you not like them? Like, have you experienced things in the workplace, dating, which we'll get into today, trying to find a sports bra like me? And I had 30 people, about 30 people, message me like, yes, 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 exactly like y'all, yes, yes, yes. And so I interviewed all of them. And I learned the same thing that I learned listening to Ode, the Ode to Tit from y'all, <laughs> that like women feel very complicated relationships with their boobs, especially if they have big boobs. And I found 
most people who have big boobs have kind of excuses a negative relationship. And I talked to women, you know, different ages. Some were moms, some weren't. Different races, sexual sexualities, and that like all came through. So back to Carrie Bradshaw, I was like, I'm going to create a safe space on social media, on Instagram and TikTok to just talk about these experiences, talk about big boobs, and hopefully just talking about it will boost boob confidence. And I've been running this page. It's at Busties Forever on Instagram. Which is amazing, by the way. We do all follow Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a village. Um, And I found that, like, so many women are like, oh my gosh, I am not alone and, you know, being told to go home from work because my shirt was inappropriate when the other person who has smaller boobs was wearing the same thing and I had to go change mm-hmm. or... Yep. Girl, you know all about that. Yep, we yes. talked about that in one of them too. Yeah, I'm like... And then you feel like shame, right? Like, right. just because mine are bigger, you're wearing the same thing and you can see, if not more, but... I look like I'm the hooker. <laughs> right. I'm totally. trying to keep them contained. <laughs> I know. And like, they just want to it play. is hard to talk about those things. Cause like people either like just don't believe you or they're baffled. They're, it's very just only, I think people with big boobs get it. And like, I luckily think things have changed a lot, but like a few years ago, like I work in PR at a PR agency that's like, hip and fashion all that like I was told to go home like somebody was offended by something I wore and I'm like are you kidding me just because I have a body like what um and so it is it's been awesome just to create this safe space and so many women are like oh my god I can finally like share these things I finally have somewhere to like read other people's experiences and be like yep I've had that too so that's why I was so excited when I found y'all your podcast. I'm like, wait, it says boobs in the headline. <laughs> We're all busty women. We all get it. Um, and I really want to like just talk about boobs with y'all today. But also, <laughs> I know you guys talk a lot about dating. Yes. And that has been a juicy topic that has come up <laughs> on Busties Forever about dating, especially online dating, as well as like. On the other end of the spectrum, people who have partners and like their partners have helped them feel more confident in the trust that they have. So I would love to dive in a little bit there on what dating has been like with big boobs from from all of your experiences. I don't know who wants to start. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll start. I'll keep it brief, but. Um, I, I think you you had mentioned kind of that you know I had um, pretty confident about about my boobs and, right. and things, uh, but it took a long time to get there. You know, I I got divorced a few years ago, and I would say up until that point in time, I was very self conscious in everything I did all of the time. But as you kind of go through that journey, I'm not getting any younger. Uh, so kind of that journey of like self-love, trying to like refigure out yourself and who you are as a person. Like, you know, I've got a teenage child, post-divorce, like who am I, all of those things. Mm. And then dating again is a terrifying experience and then you <laughs> put in online dating. Um, so, you know, I was really self-conscious. Anytime I would go on a date or something, I would, I felt like I needed to precursor, not that there, you know, isn't pictures and I always made sure I had like a full body picture or whatever. You know hey like I'm not little I have you know 
how do you, how do you feel about those things? And of course they all say yes. And some of them don't and don't, but I definitely didn't, um, date or was married to a man that like knew what to do with them. Right. Mm. So that makes you mm -hmm. very self-conscious or whatever. So I was lucky in the sense that, um, my, my last person that I dated or whatever actually did help uh, kind of boost that confidence. And, and then kind of like along the way, um, of kind of my own self journey, right? Like I'm not changing. I don't want to get a reduction. It's part of who I am. Mm. And you kind of have just like learned like I either I have to embrace it or I'm going to stop missing out on all of these fun moments in life because like the running, the jumping, the playing sports or volleyball or whatever with friends, like all of those pieces you're self-conscious about. And I was always missing out on a lot of fun because I felt like I kind of had to stay on the sidelines or not jump too much or be careful mm. of what I wore. And so, um, in a dating perspective, um, that matters, I think, too, is how, how we view ourselves and, and how much we can relax with a person, too. So, um, yeah, I learned to, to love them. And also, that's a definite question. If if they don't know what to do with them and they're not a boo person, they are probably not right for me. <laughs> totally. That was going to be, like, my follow-up question. Because, like, I've had a couple men that I dated that were like, oh, like, it's just too much. And I've actually heard, like, men say that in, like, my friend groups. Like, oh, I dated a woman who had really big boobs. It's, like, too much for me. And I'm just like, what? More than like, it's too much. Which, yeah. I don't under, I still don't understand how there's too much. Yeah. Like, right. You can never have too much boob. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like, it's your body. It's, you know, your attracted to the person and doesn't matter like yeah um no I I guess my boobs never I don't even know if my boobs ever really played a role in my dating life no. <laughs> I don't have like any yeah I don't really have any stories that like stick out I mean they did I did get a lot of looks at the bar or you know free mm. drinks or whatever because of my chest but like I don't think I ever did you know like do you know, did you know, Bridget, like, that they existed? Like, when did you realize, because mm. I feel like I went, you know, quite a few years. It wasn't probably till, like, late, well, mid-20s, late-20s that I was, like, realized what I had and that people noticed my boobs first, probably mm. more from, like, a professional standpoint where I realized, like, that was always the first thing. But I didn't know. Maybe oh, I was really but I did not. Yeah, yeah I always knew that they were drawing oh. attention even since high school yeah they're always there yeah, like i developed i developed early like oh yeah I, I was like maybe a c cup by like seventh grade and like mm -hmm. you just got like a lot of comments and like to me it felt like your childhood's kind of over as a girl like you develop big moves like you're just so early sexualized like i always got this comment like you look so much older you look so much older and like older men commenting more than like yeah. the, yeah, the boys in my school the boys didn't pay any attention to me at all and like I felt like I got attention from like adults men and women and then like going back to like changing in the locker room like because I developed early I was kind of like topic of conversation for the other girls and like would just get stared at or like talked about and and for me, it's like I also have a big butt. Like I, I didn't really have Girl, a butt until college. Like I just developed. 
I just did that part of my life I didn't really explore. Like I didn't lose my virginity until college. Like I was just like a late bloomer oh. in that <laughs> sense. Despite having <laughs> hey, I didn't lose my virginity until college either. Yeah, yeah, me too. I no. guess that's considered later. And now looking back, I'm like, I wish I had waited even longer. Yeah. Like, you really do. And I feel like I got, like, kind of more attention for my butt than the boobs. But that's just, like, because our society at that time, I feel yeah. like even now, like, there's more kind of... Ass men. Some guys just, yeah. like, big asses. Yeah. 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 But no, I, I mean, I was the same way. So I, like, started getting my boobs probably about fifth grade. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. um, like, I was, like, I want to say I was a C about the same time, about seventh grade. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was in college. I dated a guy back home. Like, it was just, it was just odd. I was just kind of a late, late bloomer in that aspect, but, like, early bloomer everywhere else. <laughs> right. I was and an so early bloomer like that everywhere. Your, like, big boobs haven't played a role in your dating yeah like I don't good or bad I yeah because I don't ever remember like a guy like really making comments that I dated about my boobs or like huh huh they never said good or bad or no (laughs) no the only bag I was like what (laughs) the only like comment like an ex ever made about my boobs was I was talking about getting a reduction because of back problems because I always Mm. like slouch Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. He's like, that'd be a slap to the face to God. And I'm like, mm. if I'm doing it for, like, health reasons, like, right. whatever. But that was, like, the only comment that was ever made. But other mm. than that, like, I don't, I mean, I've never had guys, like, turn me down or, like, try to pick me up strictly for my boobs, I don't think. Right. So, that you know of. That I know of. Yeah. I know. I'm like, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with me and dating, I mean, I've don't really have any situations where guys mm-hmm. like rejected me because of my boobs being so large or not that I know of anyway um all I feel like all the men that I've dated they just they love them I know but mm. like did you realize like for me I mean but I'm very I was very self-conscious of them and I still am in some ways but um because I'm just like they're just they're so <laughs> There everywhere. Some of them that that was like the sole purpose, though, that they initially talked was because of my boobs. So when I oh, I'd imagine like with some people with me as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the recent men who I've dated (laughs) in my single phase, they just really loved them. They really loved them. Which I mean, does that make you feel better about them? Because I still, I feel like we're still working on that. But about my boobs, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they are what they are. Yeah. <laughs> but they're boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big old yiddies. Well, it helps. Well, on Busties Forever, I've gotten uh, some experiences I would love to to read to y'all um, from real people with big boobs. And on the page, like, people can always, like, message whatever experience they've had with their, with their boobs. And... I'll just, like, read a few to y'all. So, do other busties feel sexualized in the dating world and apps? Like, I can never just be that cute girl next door. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I wear what I want, and I feel that it makes men think a certain way about me. 
it's frustrating sometimes. I feel like Jessica Rabbit. I'm not a bad person, just this is how I'm shaped. And another one that experience I got was, I am a mom and I'm newly divorced. So dating again on the apps has been an experience. I post normal photos and people think I am, air quote, asking for attention with my boobs. They are literally part of my body and there's nothing I can do about it. My boobs don't mean anything about me and who I am. It's frustrating and annoying and offensive. And another one uh, says, I don't appreciate comments online about my body, especially my boobs, but I do like them in person on dates. It makes me feel yes. sexy, yes. wanted, and confident. Yes. Right. I think, and I think like with that, I on a date or something, like it's, it's a little more warranted where I feel like mm-hmm. if they have it online and they're just making comments, it's usually by people you don't know. And they're not really wanted, you know, because it's just people making a generalization off in a picture, not somebody you actually would, like, conversate in person. Well, and I think, too, when we, we talked a little bit about, like, dating and what you put on a profile, like, so you want to put a picture, like, you want to have your, you know, sure, we have our selfies, but then, like I said, I always try to do, like, a full body one because... I, mm-hmm. you know, am a thicker woman. And so you don't want to like people have bombarded, you know, and there's so many people now with the catfishing stage and whatever, you know, so that's something that you want to do. So that shows, you know, how big my breasts are. And a lot of the immediate comments would be, you know, sexual of like what they wanted to do or put in my breasts or do to my breasts. <laughs> put in your breasts. Um, immediately, <laughs> like that's their opening statement. Like that is what I'm asking for and again to your statement of you know and some of them I would just be blunt back with and be like really like that's what you well they're like isn't exactly that isn't that what you're asking for with your pictures Mm. they weren't I wasn't like a lot of cleavage it wasn't anything like that like and to be fair if I wear like a turtleneck or something it almost draws more attention (laughs) especially in the business profession than a little Mm. cleavage does because I feel like it looks bigger so you might be able to say more to that well shit I guess I wore the wrong kind of shirt didn't I (laughs) well I mean that's probably why you thought they looked I was like setting up (laughs) plus I'm like lean back a little bit I'm like god damn (laughs) right (laughs) but yeah and like do you think if someone who is smaller chested posted like the same sort of photo same outfit would get those comments no. Right. No. No. Nope. I don't yeah. think that at all. And like I can I can agree with Joy like if if I wear I mean today I'm like kind of wearing a lower cut top. I mean it doesn't really show cleavage or anything. But when I wear like the higher neck tops, I do I feel like my boobs like just mm. stick way out and I'm like I mm. do not like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's and all like, I wear. Dates. It's higher neck. Right, on dates which y'all dress like more conservatively for like the first date or two um i mean not like nah i'm to the not point not like a like, mom uh, mom but not like a not too much cleavage slutty 20 like year old yeah yeah like i dress pretty much every day like how i would on a date <laughs> i'm like i just i don't really dress up <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like, especially for me, and from what I've seen on Busties, it's like, I think a lot of people who have big boobs, like, dress more modest, because, like, you're kind of brought up that way. I think a lot of, especially if you developed early, like, a lot of parents want to, like, protect their child from, like, not being sexualized, from not being hit on and harassed, so, like, 
you kind of cover them up or you maybe you don't feel confident in them so you don't want to show them off and like I always felt like when I was dating the first couple dates I would dress like more conservatively and I remember I wore something that was like high neck um I thought it was like so cute it was like this pink leopard dress and this guy he was like a total douchebag but he he said to me like I can tell you got big titties under there it was just so cringe obviously I did not go out with him again but I wouldn't know it was just it was so cringe gross and like do y'all think in your experience with big boobs that you're seen as like easy or more provocative just because you happen to have big boobs I think so. I mean, I don't know, honestly. I know I get comments. So at my job, I'm the youngest one in the offices. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also probably one of the more busty ones. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like people judge me based off on how I look and like my Mm -hmm. age a lot more than my brains. So that's kind of been an obstacle I've had to overcome and like continue to prove myself. But um, I I work in... um, I'd say pretty public facing um, and so mm-hmm. I'm usually always in kind of like the public eye and have mm-hmm. to dress up for different things a lot like pretty much every day like kind of, you know be professional because you never know who is going to walk in um, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of different meetings and things like that and you know we still have without um, bashing we still have the societal like white male driven is in charge of everything and it's slowly changing but there's a lot of times that you know there's only two a ratio of two females to five to twelve you know in a room having having business meetings and so when they first meet you and their eyes are not here you know Mm. and they immediately (laughs) kind of start the conversations just like you don't have anything to contribute obviously as the conversations Mm. go and they realize that you have brains and (laughs) Can give it right back mm-hmm. and know what you're talking about you know that respect kind of builds but it every single time every day it's like you have to fight to get that respect back and it doesn't matter what I'm whether mm-hmm. I'm wearing a turtleneck or there's a little bit like it doesn't matter because they're there and that's what they see first mm-hmm. and so it, it is a constant battle every single day and that is the only reason that I have when I had before I think I'm at the point right now that I don't want to but I, you know considered a reduction only from it you know gosh darn it I have brains too (laughs) yeah from like that perception yeah and that's yeah that's real like let's talk about boobs in the workplace because it's something you don't think about but like especially in tv and movies and even like in everyday life like people with big boobs are not portrayed as like the ceos and smart and you know you're more seen as kind of like a caricature, honestly yeah. promiscuous, bimbo, not smart. Like that has been what has been crafted. And like, I I remember this moment I had when I was at that agency and told to go home, but another girl went up to me, like when I was like, ended up leaving that company. Um, and she was like, I always look to you to see what you wore. Cause I was like, could I pull that off? Cause we have similar body shapes. And, I didn't even know notice she was busty because we both kind of dressed like modestly and were yeah. appropriate. But I, it was something I never thought about. Like, oh yeah, like. And then I started my new job, and I noticed someone on my team who was like who had very like big boobs, and I 
just remember thinking like I felt like she was the only person I saw like with big boobs at that company and like I would kind of like see how she would dress and like model myself off of that and it's like it's very specific I think to having big boobs that you don't think about unless you like have it and you start a new job and like I think it is a very real fear because you don't want to be like not taken seriously or sexualized just because you have big boobs compared to like other body parts like if you maybe have a big booty like it's not the same I think it's like the sexualization all of that um in our society like it's a very real thing like navigating yeah. workplaces when you have big boobs yeah million percent <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's I mean that's one thing I can say like I I feel like a lot of the offices I have worked in I've probably been one of the bustier ones and it's just like I always feel like I have to be conscious of what I'm wearing because mm-hmm. I don't want to show too much skin but then I don't mm-hmm. want to show none because then I feel like they look bigger and it's like just a constant battle with like trying to find like what's appropriate but still looks cute because you know you still want to look cute and feel right. good and yeah. so I, I just find it's, it's hard to find that balance that you don't look you know you don't feel frumpy you feel cute but yeah, you look professional, but yet, you know, you're not drawing a ton of attention to them. Like, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's just an ongoing battle, I feel like. Or it's like after, um, being mortified, I do, um, it's part of my job is I do events too. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're mm-hmm. doing these things and for a large event, you're doing a lot of running, you know, dictating to hundreds of people and running around and we had like a big one i think we had talked about it in one episode or whatever and i mean i spent i had so many steps in i did like so much like running from person mm-hmm. to person and like this event was a big area and at the end of the day i was just like mortified because i was in the zone just trying to work and somebody had commented yeah i saw you and your big titties running around all day like you were doing a great job but they had to like they just had to comment they just had to make that comment mm-hmm. in there and i was like mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Right. Go you. Good job. <laughs> right. It just makes you so, like, self-conscious. Exactly what you said. Like, this experience has actually happened to me a couple times in my career. Like, so the first time I was in college, had, like, my first internship, like, was very exciting. You know, you're so excited. And now, and now that I've been working forever, I'm like, oh, why was I so excited? But, um, you know, I took like how I dressed really seriously. I want to be very professional, but I, I love fashion. Like I love getting dressed. I love like mixing and matching. And like, I will say I'm more of like a daring dresser, especially the older I get. Like, I just don't care as much anymore. I'm like, these are literally my boobs are part of my body like it's not my problem if they offend you um but in that it was like my first internship and so somebody said I think it was like my professor said something to someone very senior there um and the professor told me she was like oh yeah we I ran into her and I brought up like how you dress and she's like you know you kind of reveal a lot sometimes there's some shoulder and oh that shoulder man that's gonna affect your whole job 1950s and like or you know more deep cut and I was like so mortified because it just brought me back to like being in the locker room like always I'm like Mm -hmm. why the fuck do people always talk about my boobs like why is this topic conversation like why does this always get brought up and I was like so mortified and you know, then I ended up 
bringing it up to my direct manager, and she was like, how you dress is fine. Like, they would have said something I don't know why these was. people were even talking about your body, and ended up being like I, a little bit of a misunderstanding. Cause I don't know exactly what the professor said, but still, I was like, why does this always get brought up? Like, they're just boobs, but... I don't know. Like, and I think it depends where you work. Like, I've had some busties who are teachers who are like very, very concerned about their neckline and how they come off, and always being very appropriate just because they happen to have a big chest. I think mine's a little bit more probably of a spiteful, and I'm sorry, parents, but I had very, very conservative parents, and so when I said yeah. I was naive, because we just didn't talk about anything, so everything was covered up all of the time, but also they didn't they were so worried about sexualizing that they didn't talk about kind of the things that I probably needed to hear. So, you know, you're so sheltered and just like taught to cover everything all the time that, you know, you're, you're give a damn busted after a certain age, I think. <laughs> so. No. And like, I feel like, um, I mean, I've kind of had the same thing, except it wasn't a professor or anything, but I had went in for an interview and I had already interviewed with one gentleman who didn't make any comments about my appearance or my chest or anything, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. he had told the office manager who was female about me and like said that they wanted to do a second interview and they wanted her to be included. Well, she Facebook stalked me. Well, I'm like any other girl. I like, you know, take my selfies from an upper angle. Like, it, yeah. you know, make, it's just more flattering, especially when you're more busty. Because yeah. I feel like the other thing is, like, we look really wide, mm, yes. even though we're mm, not. But it's because yeah. we have a bigger chest. And yeah. um, so I took it at an upper angle. And I wasn't wearing, like, any, like, super low-cut shirts or anything on my profile. But she goes, honestly, she goes, before this interview, I thought you were just all boobs and no brains. Oh. She goes, I just saw a pair of tits. Shut up. And I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? What the yeah. fuck? And so I was just like, like whatever. Day and age. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got the job, but yeah, she she totally judged me oh because my of my God. boots ahead of time. That's fun. See, yeah. I have, like, nothing to contribute because I have not ever experienced anything like what you guys have with my boobs. Mm. I've worked with mostly females through my entire life. See, and, and I, I feel like, though, the females are sometimes worse. But I, no one, like, I've never, I don't know, I no one's done or said anything to me, like, negatively that I can even remember about I worked in me being judged like by all, my boobs. My team is all males. I mean. Yeah, and I've been mostly male. So many. I yeah. have never worked with all, like, a lot That's of males good. until now, obviously. I have a couple, but I I feel like they they're mature enough and they respect right. me enough to know you know they would never do anything to say anything like that like degrading. Now, yeah, the patients on the other hand, <laughs> one did refer to me as the big-breasted lady. Oh my god! Yeah. And everyone's like, we knew exactly who he was talking about. I'm like, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> Like, it becomes a part of your identity, especially when people are, like, described, like, it just is fact, like, it is sometimes how someone will be, somebody will use mm -hmm. a description, and it's funny that y'all mention, like, women, because I've gotten responses a lot from besties on social being like, it's not the men, it's women, women mm -hmm. who are, you know, small-chested, who... There's insecure and judgy. Saying, yeah, like... 
I find more of them to tell me either A, they're negative about it, or B, the women are the first ones that tell me that I need to, like, get a reduction. I would never mm. tell anybody that. Like, who? Yeah. Do you find that? Who or? says that? Yeah, no, I've gotten more, like, you need to dress, cover up. Cover up, like, yeah. More, that yeah, like, mm-hmm. kind of censoring my body. <laughs> um, or, like, you know, with the whole sports bra thing. You're taking attention out. away from me if you could not wear that, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it that way, honestly, ever. And, like, I remember, like, in college, like, I still hadn't found a good sports bra. And, like, I would do the two sports bras. And my roommate was like, oh, my, like, how many do you need? And, or, like... Like even my family. Yeah, I'd be like, um, three, bitch. Even See, my I've never family, like, they I can't either. believe how big, because they're all so small-chested, like, people's bra sizes are. They're like, can you believe she's an F-cup? And I'm like, the average I'm, American woman is busty. We mm-hmm. just yeah. I am curious don't about that. to acknowledge her. So you're opposite of your family, too. I am the same. Like, I have a couple sisters, and they, um, they got the booty. And then just very like tiny on top, and I'm not sure where the heck my jeans came from, but yeah, I think I'm the. I mean, I'm the only like I don't have any sisters, but like from like parents and grandparents and stuff, I'm the only busty mm-hmm. one too. Yeah, I get it from my dad's side. Yeah, like I know, I know exactly where it's from. I know exactly <laughs> which bitch gave me these titties. I know my parents were like, we have no idea, but then my dad, he now like knows all about busties. He's like. I think you got it from my grandma. He's like, she actually, now that I think about it, she had big boobs. That's funny. But, like, so how was your experience, like, when you developed and, like, had to find bras? Like, what was that like growing up, being the only person in your family with big boobs? Like, just finding bras and, like, getting through it. I have no memory of that. I was mortified because my stepdad took me bra shopping. Oh. Oh. I was absolutely mortified. He's like, now here you go. And he started like to like be like, oh, this one, like this one seems nice. And I'm like, no. And he goes, I'm, I'm going to go over here. And so that's if what he I did. Him, I'd be mortified. <laughs> oh, he was. We were both mortified because my mom's like, I can't go. Just go with, go with your stepdad. You'll be fine. Oh my God. And like, I trust it. Like, I mean, my stepdad's like a, another father to me. Like he's been in my life for like 13 years, but it was just, he was just like, nope nope you can just do your own thing that's fine and then uh i remember like when i did develop because like nobody else in my family had them like i wore hoodies all the time mm. like i was I, when i was younger and like first getting into like bra shopping and whatnot like i just hit them all the time i'm like i don't want anyone to know that they exist i'm just gonna hide them <laughs> yep mm-hmm. um it, i felt like it was an inconvenience mm-hmm. kind of because mm-hmm. like they would find them really quick they always do their size we had to spend mm-hmm. you know more time And then I did. Yeah, I didn't wear, I mean, all through high school. And I think that probably contributes to the fact that I didn't know that I had them necessarily because I always wore baggy clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I wore wore anything fitted until, like, my senior Mm -hmm. year of high school. Everything was baggy because, you know, I didn't... I was chubby. I didn't wear fucking skin-tight clothes. I was chubby and I had big boobs. Yeah. I was just, like, an emo kid, so I just wore, like, (laughs) banties. Like, band t-shirts and stuff. (laughs) I wear sweatshirts. sweatshirts too yeah like just self-conscious about my boobs even especially in gym class like did y'all have to do the pacer test where like you run from one side of the gym to the other and it, there's a beep and you have to get there and that was the worst cause they as you got older they separated the boys and the girls and like the they boys would all be watching like, 
Yes, for the, <laughs> for the boob. And I would wear a sweatshirt. I was like the only person. You were just so uncomfortable, like physically and then, you know, being watched and mm-hmm. judged. Like I totally forgot about that experience. Mm-hmm. So I did gymnastics. Uh, like my mm. junior year of high school and I was not bad at it because I was like super flexible I could do the splits mm-hmm. I could do roundups I did like the beam or whatever but um we were in the same gym and above was like the the weight room and the wrestling you know and so they would all get done and they would watch and so I remember I hadn't thought about this in years until you just said that but um there was so many different comments and even um from my uh one of my parental units uh, my stepmom had made a comment about how mm. we looked like hookers, kind of, what? like, out there or whatever. Mm. That not-so-great family dynamics. But anyway, um, and so I didn't do it again because I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about that we're running out there in a leotard and that mine mm-hmm. was protrude, my boobs were protruding more than anyone else's. So I didn't do it again, and it wasn't because I didn't love it. It was just that I didn't want to wear Because of uniform. her comment. So, yeah. That's yeah. gross. So, but, right. yeah. But you so, don't forget those. Yeah. yeah especially with like dance like I was in dance in the leotard and again like I developed early and I was like with the older girls too and like yeah you were just like everyone noticed like I just felt so uncomfortable and like dropped out probably before like I would have dropped out just because like I didn't want to wear the leotard and be stared at and like or they get the cute little ones with the backs and everybody can wear strapless and then you had like these giant (laughs) yes I know oh, I hate strapless bras. I try and buy like the black, like, the black sheer, no. and then it didn't work. Yeah, I feel you. That's still how it is. Like <laughs> I, I actually recently got on Amazon Prime Day like a cute, like cute strap sports bra to wear. Um, because I feel like Amazon's stepping it up with their options. They have been. Yeah. They really have been. And like affordable, so I'm like, okay, if it doesn't fit, it was like fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll see my review on at Busty Scrubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna make my, my, that, my like, list. That's like such a real thing, like with girls dropping out of sports mm-hmm. because they develop early. There's no options, like, and nobody really is talking about it. Like I've seen, um, I think Dix now is like starting this like foundation where if like you're a girl and you're in sports and you have big boobs, you can get like free sports bras like they don't want oh, to oh nice out. way to go dicks but i'm like wow i, know, I it's think amazing. that's ironic that's yeah awesome, <laughs> thank you dicks <laughs> we love you dicks but it's true like nobody talks about it and like once we get talking about this like you just remember that experience from gymnastics mm-hmm. like things you're like oh yeah my boobs did play a role in that. I know I was like nah not really but then when yeah like when you're kind of thinking about more and more then you're like oh yeah nope there was that moment Mm -hmm. and that one yeah yeah I don't remember anything I just feel bad for my kids because I have two girls and Mm. my oldest I mean (laughs) she's got big boobies (laughs) sorry and then my youngest she's 18 and then my youngest is 14 and I'm just like bam like oh sorry and she hates it but right they were i'm like you're blessed you're welcome yeah (laughs) like as a parent like do you like when they started developing big boobs did you like share i was like oh my god you got little titties (laughs) yeah i was prepared um mine is kill me but mine is 14 and so far like She's mm. way under pace than I was, so I'm like <laughs> kind of thankful, but like at the same time, I was, I was prepared to teach her 
all of the things, and now I'm like, I don't know, you're hey, good. Hey, overnight she can just yeah, that's true. You know, they're still growing, so yeah, I know. And just, like, are your daughters like confident in the big chest? No. Do you think no? Well, yeah. I'm I'm gonna assume my older one is because, I mean, her shirts are a little low cut, so <laughs> I'm sure that. That's the age. It is. Yeah. They <laughs> can't even talk about how they dress now. It's disturbing. But um, my youngest one, no, she she hates. <laughs> but that's how I was though too. Yeah. And do they do sports? Um. Well, my oldest one does not. She's in college. She doesn't do anything. Mm. <laughs> and then my youngest plays. She's like living a good life. <laughs> <laughs> she plays volleyball. So. Yeah, and like. For, with like prom a whole thing because I remember when I was prom dress shopping like it was very intense one because you like want to look your best and it's prom the pressure but then like just finding a dress where I felt that I could wear some sort of bra like I feel like especially like we're older like I didn't even know about boob tape really <laughs> I don't I think that would have been too uh, much I, no I remember very specific dress and I will try and find the pictures the the um i like i was a senior in high school and um i actually lived by myself so like i was like working a couple jobs and and paying rent like uh do but so money like was a thing so i had this dress but it was like backless and i was bound to determine i was wearing this dress because it looks great but i like looked everywhere i tried to like the strapless like bra that had like that clear strap like mm-hmm. there's no way i couldn't wear anything I ended up duct taping. You duct taped your <laughs> boobs? I my boobs. I don't recommend uh, it for anyone else. Did that hurt? Ow! Um, I left it on for a couple of days. Ew! And then, like, had to, like, what? Put, like they stick. Like, no shit. I don't know how much it hurt. But did anyways, you at least put, like, oil on it? Well, like, I wasn't to make that it. smart. The so. adhesive, like, breakdown? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Let me just see that picture. But then I'll have to find the picture <gasps> of my senior year. I had a dress, it was um, 70s theme, and I found like the perfect dress, like randomly on clearance at JCPenney's, and of course, <laughs> like the back was like, sounds right. was like, sh- like string, and yeah. of course, my fucking tits, I'm like, how, yeah. I can't wear, how am I going to wear a bra with that? You're going to yeah. see the strap. So I went without one. There is still, actually, I was in a wedding last My boobs summer. even sagged when I was a senior in high school. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I, there was a wedding I was in, and I couldn't find a bra that worked. So I went down a dress size and just didn't wear one. Because, mm. like, a bra. So it was tighter. And, like, there was a lot of... But, like, it was... I There wasn't. And when you get to that point, too, like the bra whether it's an a-line or whatever you know kind of thing corset or whatever it is mm-hmm. to hold them in a thing it's almost as much as the dresses mm-hmm. they're so mm-hmm. expensive so mm-hmm. it was like mm. so it worked out good it was fine but yeah i actually went down the dress size so it was tighter and then it was a little bit of a procedure to get it in but it just we did oh it gosh, I've sucks completely trying to find a bra for a dress that's yeah. not I know fully sleep. It feels like everything it's horrible. Like backless or the spaghetti straps and like I feel like mm-hmm. hopefully your I feel like kids today have more options in general yeah. that are better. But like the boob tape and stuff like that for like your your daughter's prom. But like for I got married last August and I was like I I need to have my backless dress moment. Like I've always fantasized about it, never had it. Like 
I was like, I'm doing it. I'm not letting my boobs dictate what I'm going to wear for my freaking wedding day. Uh-huh. And on the day, so I did the backless dress. Like, and I practiced with boob tape. It's my first time, like, ever doing boob tape. So, like, that whole summer, I kept practicing. And my sister, she's very small. <laughs> she's like an egg cup. And she's actually breastfeeding right now. And, like, they have gotten bigger. But, like, she's even breastfeeding small and like she was no help like, at all like no help like she just she uh, didn't know how to do it and like oh my gosh, she was, just didn't get it and so like I was like I knew this was gonna happen like I knew that was gonna happen on the wedding day I was gonna have issues with this fucking boob tape and like my coordinator and the hair person like had to get it together like they squeezed them in and then went like more horizontal where I was trying to go from like up yeah. down like from up, up there and um luckily it worked and then once you're in they had to like strategically cut Place. it oh, no. <laughs> And the photographer's, like, knocking. They wanted to, like, take photos. I'm like, I just need to feel good. And it was so funny. Oh. That's so they like, had then those. my family shows up. Yeah, oh. like, uh, everyone knew about the boob tape. There's but these new like, things now I'm curious about. I don't know if you have any experience or any of the busties have their, you know, you had, like, those silicone ones that stick. The chicken but cutlets. Oh. But then they, they have, like, this other <laughs> piece, right, that's supposed to, so it's like a... Like a little tab on the top. What? Oh yeah, no, yeah. those don't work. Oh, I was curious. not for busty women. Mm-hmm. No. I didn't. I couldn't. No, because like one of my friends recommended that. Um, it's weird. Like it almost I, it did not work. Okay. I have tried those before, and like it's almost like they like fold your boob almost because if you're mm. busty, like I mean you're you're pulling up all that extra, and then it kind of like creases, and it just oh. doesn't look right. <laughs> Or maybe I did it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I did not have luck. Like, the boob tape I like. Once you get the hang of it, I do think it's, like, very handy. It's nice to, like, customize what it is. I just um, realized I totally just adjusted my boobs. See, I do it all the time. I don't even notice. Oh, my gosh. I know. You me do. Too. <laughs> they got to they gotta say pull I do, too, good. sometimes. I like, I'm like, is there anybody around? And I've like reached on my shirt, and I'm like, oh, oh, get up there. <laughs> Well, these grandma bras that I wear, they're, you know, I got to do it. (laughs) But going back to boobs in the workplace. So both of you, like, shared that you you have felt, like, um, your interview, like, I thought you were just, like, boobs with no brains and Mm -hmm. have experienced that. Um, And so I do have a couple studies (laughs) that back up, like, these are just experiences. They are real. So... A University of Chicago study examined the IQ of 1,200 women separated by their bra size. And the study showed women with double D plus boobs scored 10 points higher than the women with smaller breasts. Yeah, they are. Oh, I was like, why are you raising your hand? I am smart. (laughs) Yes. Because we have to work for it to prove ourselves, so I feel like that makes us focus more and learn more. We've got big brains, big boobs. However, the study showed that women with big big breasts face stigma from society with people perceiving them to be highly sexual and dumb. Um... And let's see, another study, yes, another, (laughs) a 2019 study showed that women and men perceived breasts in a similar way to each other. The bigger the breast, the higher the reproductive efficiency, sexual desire, and promiscuous, oh my God, promiscuity. (laughs) Thank 
you attributed to the woman. Um, additionally, big-breasted women were perceived as less faithful and less intelligent than women with average or small-breasted women. So it, it is interesting. There are studies. There aren't enough. I need, if anyone has some more recent studies to show me, um, I would love to see. Because I just find it so interesting that, like, there is some science that backs this up that, like, centuries of creating this caricature of someone with big boobs people believe that like they think those so at least things. the studies, um, studies show we're smart they just also think we're hookers i got it okay <laughs> we're just smart i mean hookers. we could be both there's no problem Kevin with that wins, i'm sure <laughs> i know we're we're all so smart <laughs> big boobs big brains um okay so i would love to do like a rapid fire with y'all boob edition okay so Ooh. what would your boobs theme song be <laughs> oh boy oh shit i gotta think about that uh, the first thing that comes to mind is this one that goes na 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 i don't know why the what is that like a football i think so <laughs> it just like as soon as you said it, that was the rhythm that came into my head. <laughs> the one that came to my mind, but I changed the words would be like sweat, wet, swinging like a turbo jet. What? <laughs> what? You know, like come on, you know what song I'm talking about? No, no. Oh, oh. yeah, I like big, but I cannot lie. You other words can't deny. Yeah. Yes, and the one line is like sweat, wet. It says dripping like a turbo jet, but obviously I took the words. I don't know why. That's what first came to mind. So. That's a good one. That is a good one. What about you? Oh, God. See, I'm still thinking. Like, I'm overthinking this. I'm like, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> all I can think I mean, of... the classic one is, like, milkshake. My milkshake brings other boys to the yard. <laughs> well, that's true. Can you tie him in a book? And to be honest, I'm going to sound... I don't know if the, how this is going to make me sound, Do but all I can keep singing in my head is, Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Well then, but I'm not talking. I mean, when you hear that, you think about like you're fucking like, like I have this bush or something. <laughs> I mean, hey. but I don't. It's not- oh, just never mind. Right, wait, what's yours? First thing that pops up, I feel like mine would be like, gosh, maybe milkshake, but that's like a cliche. Um, I feel like. Something Doja Cat. Something oh, sexy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Do you call your boobs a name? Do they have a name? Just mine are just yitties. They're my yitties. <laughs> my boobs. I, <laughs> my titties. You know, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of names from them. Um, one of them, um, I don't know. I think I just always said, uh, I think, I don't even know what I've called them forever. I know recently the new name, like I discovered this last year, was calling them Shabloips. Um, but thing one and thing two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think just Matas. Matatas. Yeah. Do you have a special name Matatas. for yours? I know. No, but I, I've asked like Busty this and they really like the term booba lubes. I guess it's like, oh, that's a good one. A common one. Um, it was funny. I like some people might cringe, but I, I love watching the Kardashians and they have like a whole segment about what they call their boobs. Um, oh, I'll have to watch that one. That's funny. Chloe did not like titties. She felt that it was very like trashy. I think I've seen like, like little snippets of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. 
<laughs> it, what would your boobs like mantra be? What would they say? Let me breathe. <laughs> Just breathe. Get out of here. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> you haven't thought about it. Hmm. I feel like mine would be similar. Like, just let me be. Like, just love me. Find yeah. <laughs> Right. Or it set me free. Touch yeah. me, love me, hug me. <laughs> I think I'd just be like, don't look down. I don't, don't want him to go down. I want him to go up. <laughs> it'll, be like, it'll be like the little cat. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. But not too low. But hang in there. <laughs> and what's your favorite bra that you're really liking now? My favorite bra. Yeah. Is that what we said? My grandma bra is mm-hmm. the one that I'm wearing. <laughs> oh. Wireless. I just want to be comfortable. I don't care. Yeah. I just... I do like my wires because I, I need that um, industrial steel. Except they do poke like, her in public places. Yeah, I'm they do. Saying. And you can see them. She made us feel it. Um, <laughs> currently, I like have not found um, one that I absolutely love. So... I do currently like order online at Victoria's Secret. Obviously, you have to like size adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried so many different ones. I will go back and try the was it the she, she fit. fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not found one that I'm just in, in love with yet. But I do. I don't like sports bras and stuff. Oh, I love like sports bras. Or whatever, because I just don't. I don't like the uniboot look. Yeah, oh, and I, I totally mm-hmm. have that with the bra I'm wearing now. And I'm still on the search for a favorite bra. I think I mentioned that in the Ode to Tits. Like, I just don't... I don't like underwires. I don't mm. want to necessarily do push-up because they're already fairly perky. And then if I do push-up, like, I mm-hmm. feel like they're, like, up here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I did have a friend suggest Lively. However, the straps mm. are really thin, so that makes me nervous. I mm. do like that. Now that you say, I do mm. like the Adore Me, actually. Yeah. I've gotten some really cute ones um, from Adore Me. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, cute sets. But... I also was afraid for a long time to go without a bra, like, so I'd always wear one to bed and whatever, because I was afraid they were going to, like, sag, because that's mm. what I was told once. Oh. But I wear a bra to bed. I can't. I, when I get home, this fucking bra comes off. I right. don't care. Yeah. When my bra comes off, I'm not going out for the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my house. I The bra <laughs> is off. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite part of the day. No, I sleep in mine. Right. Oh. I, sleep, oh I wear gosh, one 24-7. No nope. <laughs> I could not sleep. I could not sleep in one. No. Yeah, like, I I like wire, too. Like, Freya's one of my favorite bra brands of, like, all time uh, for wire. I like Wakola Joyce, like, let me write that down. Yeah, I'm putting notes down. I know. <laughs> it's F-R-E-Y-A. Okay. I love Wakola. Um See, I've never heard of I these. I don't hate on Victoria's Secret. Like, and one of Busty open my mind like if you're in a small town like for a lot of people that's the only place you can go to like try on a bra we have nothing and have to order we have to try we're a little bit rural the closest victoria's secret to us is 45 minutes away yeah and it's limited and i like i i can't buy any in store anyway so i have to order online but i have to go to the store but yeah we're a little bit rural so Mm -hmm. pretty much there's nowhere to shop so we have to get them online or drive an hour or an Mm -hmm. hour and a half are the closest places yes the other brand I thought about trying is um, NYX, K-N-I-X. Mm. Like, I've seen advertisements for them, and they look like they have, like, the thicker straps and everything, so I'm like, hmm, might have to yeah, order I'm one of those. NYX. Yeah. Because they and look I like they look like they advertise to bustier women, and that's why I'm like, hmm, might be willing to give <laughs> them a shot. Something yeah. that has good support, but not, 
but it's also not like the Playtex 18 hour bra. Mm, Do you know what yeah. I mean? Have you seen those? I have those? no idea mm. what that is. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what that means. Oh my god, they've been around forever! I know, I was like, that was like one of my first bras. Like when I was in it's, high oh, that's well, like, why at 18 that's, you can wear it for 18 hours? And- it, it's for bustier women, but it also makes yeah. me think like you have to be 50 years old to wear it. Do you know is what I mean? Is that like the ones yeah. that are like white and then they have like a, it's almost like a lace pattern, but it's like shiny? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my grandma wore those. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm like, I want something vibe. with like the support. Is that what you wear? I, I no. Mean, well, well you said you wear grandma bras. Well, like because Wayne I Bryan just feel like this is a. Oh. But like but they can be like comfy. I feel like they would I be just comfortable. Want comfort and support, but not. I want to still feel wires. good. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. My thing right. is, is like I still want something that's like flattering and I can feel sexy in. But I want it to be supportive. Yes. Like I want it to feel yeah. like a nice hug for my boobs. A hug. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, want relief really on my back. Like, for like working from home, like the Hanes stretchy ones, like I think they really work, but they're not sexy. They're not cute. Like it's just a comfort, but, yeah. Yes. Um and then too, oh Curvy Kate has some really cute Curvy ones. Kate. It's a UK. It's a UK brand. I found, I think a lot of, like, UK, European bra brands are, like, way ahead of American ones. Like, they just okay. are a lot more size-inclusive. Um, I know, there's there's so many, so many good ones. See, and I've tried um, Googling them, and I'm like, I can't find any, or they all have, like, the really tiny straps. And, I mean, when you're bustier, that little tiny strap, like, it digs into you, and it hurts. That's why mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish I could find, like, a thicker strap. And I'm more, like, I like the bralette styles. Like, I don't know why, but, like, I just, like, the more, like, comfortable, but, yeah, I still want to feel sexy. Like, I want the cute, lacy ones, not just the, not the ones that look right. like I'm wearing a sports bra all the time. Yeah, I know. I got, um, there's this really cute, if y'all are New York City lingerie shop in Brooklyn, it's called the Rack Shack, and I got size oh. there, and, like, I learned that, like, I think it's, like, 80% of your support is supposed to come from the band. Really? Not the straps, but it's, like, hmm. I think especially about what you think, we all think it's the straps. Like, I'm always, like, adjusting them. I'm always, like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I need to have really good straps, but, like, it really should come from the band. And that was, like, breakthrough moment for me. I was, like, whoa. So, huh. now that I'm more, like, properly fit, um, I've noticed, like, Feels I'm better. more willing to try a thinner strap and just, like, okay. see how it goes. So, that's something I have to think about, too, because that's, that's one the thing, band. like... That's when I think is. of bralettes, like I, because my cup size, I have to get such a big size around that they're mm. super loose. So then I'm depending yeah. more on the straps mm-hmm. than I am the band. Right. But so then that the back sense. goes up, and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't, just never works right. <laughs> I know it is. It's really hard just getting the proper band to the cup. Like it's so challenging, but. And I think I think y'all mentioned third love on OTS and that you didn't have someone didn't have a good experience. Oh, yeah, with. I ordered last summer. I ordered like four different brands and uh, third love, she fit. I think I did a NYX and mm. there was another something. You know, you get those like ads on like Facebook and Instagram or whatever. And I kept seeing the same ones. And of course, that's how they get you. Um, I just I literally one was too big. The other one, like, the back was super thin and had no support. And, like, you said, that's in there. The other one was too small. And then the other one, the cup 
was actually way too big and the other part did like it just and I just don't have the patience to like be like okay I should send this back or call them and be like which size because it's not this size I just don't I just send it back and I was like okay I'm gonna buy the same thing see and I'm terrible and I, I never send have, anything back I've oh, no, lost so much money because I'll just buy things and I'll never return <laughs> it. When you're at the point that you're paying above fifty dollars every yeah. time for a bra, fifty, a hundred sports insane. bra. insane. I can't insane. do that. You will send it back because that was like over three hundred dollars from four bras. Right. That's true. That is true. No. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Like I found just like getting a proper fitting. Like we really should get fittings. Like what's the year? Because like your your yeah. bra could size could change like if you lose weight or gain mm-hmm. weight or you birth control like had a baby the whole thing um yeah, yeah. anything else we want to get off our chest about the busty experience <laughs> nice fun there that was funny <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like it's something we could probably go rounds on for, oh yeah forever but um no i mean i think i think it's about Mm. you know if you you have them you kind of have to learn different ways to to deal with them and constantly kind of push out that other that other noise because it's always there like it just is always there like we said you know Mm -hmm. with other you know women in the workplace you know doing sports all of those things so it's one of those things that you know you talk about how you have to learn to not care what other people think you also have to kind of overcome what you like let not let their biases affect you either so yeah but i think it's that's good uh, that you have and you have proven with yours that we have this whole other network of people feeling exactly the same so talk about it find a group go on right. the page but then also find friends that like you can just that's why we started this whole podcast was literally just therapy because so many mm-hmm. women are afraid to we like I know so many people we would not be able to have those same conversations because oh, yeah. they would mm-hmm. be ashamed or whatever and so that's right. why we're like well this is going to be our therapy because mm-hmm. we're not afraid to talk about these things yeah it's our safe place like we talk about anything and everything I mean yeah. obviously we are a little vulgar at times. <laughs> I love it but we talk about boobs we talk about boobs pitches. and everything yeah. <laughs> which by the way you do have some merch coming your way um I did check oh, the, the so, tracking um, I think it'll be there Monday I'm pretty sure is when I said it would be there. With my bus tell pie. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, so. Yes. I have not used that one. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a good one. But yeah. it is. It's important, yeah, to talk about our boobs. Especially, like, I've had some busties in other parts of the world and cultures. And, That's awesome. you know, for example, a few in, like, South Asian cultures where, like, it big boobs are not celebrated and people do think things about you that are not good and like just being able to amplify their experience and have a safe space for them has been awesome um and I think just like talking about our boobs and like thinking about them like it is national breast cancer awareness month and like so many of us like I I, even me like I busties I really don't think about my boobs that much. Like, you just kind of forget they're there. Like, you've had them for a while. You just, like, carry on with your day, especially if, like, you don't love them. You really don't think about them. You're not doing a self-exam and, like, definitely want to end with a call to action. People, like, check out your boobs, think about them, talk about them as something, Mm -hmm. like, doesn't feel right. Um, Like, go, you know, go see a doctor and 
just like also talk to your friends about these things and it could just spiral a conversation about like real your real relationship or like your birth control especially women there's so many things that we have to go through that's unique mm-hmm. to the female experience that like you don't have to go through it alone no. right um, thank you for 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 being a voice to all yeah. of them. i think what you have done and created is just amazing and we're so glad that you found us like but i the mission that you have i think is is important and i think that's awesome it is so it's, it's very important and we need we need more groups like that like we need we need safe places and yeah. you know that are accepting and because i feel like especially being a busty like we just don't have those because yeah. mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we're almost exploited like you know and mm, most of the time totally. sexualized yeah it's a very unique like obviously body part we talked about because you are like sexualized harassed but then you know, sometimes you're celebrated it, it just it's, it's a very different sort of experience and then like if you're someone like me like I'm petite with big boobs like I don't really belong in like a petite shopping section but mm-hmm. then like I'm deaf I'm not plus size either I, I wouldn't feel right talking in that conversation because it's not my experience and so I think it's I've enjoyed having a space for people to come and just like talk and like also have fun like it is boobs like yeah they're fun to talk about right like you can talk about them yeah yeah yes and not like feel weird about it um so definitely all listeners follow even if you don't have big boobs like I actually have a lot of my guy friends follow because they, you know, want to show up better for people. And understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't want to say, like, your boobs are too much for me. Like, they're <laughs> like, oh, I get it. Even my friends who are small-chested, like, they're like, I didn't think about it that way. Or, like, they're always saying, like, oh, I learned something new. So yeah, follow at Busty Forever. And, like, thanks to yes. y'all for having this podcast. And I think, like, we live in a society where I think if you have something that just you want to do for fun like it you have to go viral or or whatever and like just having the courage to start your own podcast like it's a lot of work it is (laughs) it is is, (laughs) thank god for this girl right here we'd be nothing because i don't know shit about any of this well it is because you know she does like the tech i don't i'm not techie i don't I don't do any. Of I had that. a I had a true crime podcast before this, so I had kind of taught that myself so everything. Cool. But that was it was just so much more work because like I had to script out and do research, mm-hmm. and so this is a lot more fun because like we don't we do some research, we get some talking points, but yeah. for the most part, like we're I completely like no like yeah we're completely, I try sometimes. I know I'm the one that's like I need I need talking points in case like the conversation <laughs> gets dry and we're like in. we'll just fucking show up and <laughs> wing it. <laughs> Well, that's when you get a lot of, like, realness, too, is yeah. when you just... Mm. Yeah. Blunt, yeah. 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 Blunt. Conversation. Blunt, bitches. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's important. And, like, I salute y'all for talking about boobs <laughs> and going there and, like, just also, like, starting something new and just, like, mm-hmm. seeing where it goes. Um, actually, I have one last question for all of you. Because uh, I know we talked a little bit about fashion. Do any of you have, like, a busty fashion icon, like a celebrity that you, like, look to for how they dress oh, to no. inspire you. <laughs> I don't really honestly pay attention to that. Yeah, I don't really. Mine is mostly <laughs> like I look on Pinterest. Like if I want to style yeah. like a piece of like a piece of clothing, like I go on Pinterest and go like outfits for this. And then I like 
trying to mash them together to I just wear to, what I want yeah well, I want, feel yeah. like I should have an answer to that but I again I'm just like wing it and you see different things in different areas mm -hmm. like I'm gonna see if that works so if that doesn't work for me so I'm gonna pair this with right. this yeah. like I'm pretty yeah. creative so I just kind of yeah. come up with stuff but um I don't know now I'm gonna pay more attention because there mm -hmm. might be but I yeah but not right off the top of my yeah, head I just so. dress very plain do you have one well, I feel like exactly what y'all said. That's something that I think is great about getting older. It's like, mm -hmm. you know your body really well and like how to dress it and what your style is and what you want to put out there in the world. So it's just like becomes a lot easier. And like, I will say a lot of busties, they love Christina Hendricks. Like she is like this OG busty icon. So I get that a lot from busties. So like, I always like to see what she's wearing. And I actually um, have like some local, like a couple like uh, like a friend and like another, you know, a uh, woman in business maybe is a way to see mm. it that, um, you know, I kind of like look up to her, have kind of some of those conversations because I'm like, okay, they always dress well, you know, mm -hmm. they're a curvy yeah. woman, big breasted, like, where do you yeah. get your bras? Where do you get your stuff? Like, where are yeah. you getting that? So probably more so that than celebrity, yeah. but... Mm. It comes in handy. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess like all I have. Oh, I think we covered a lot. We did cover a lot. Yay! <laughs> that no, was awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to listen and promote and all of that. And like, <laughs> you're all awesome. Well, perfect. So this episode will actually air. A week from Halloween, so it'll be outside of Breast yes. Cancer Awareness Month, but oh, that's, that's, okay. a, yeah. that's all good. Titties <laughs> are always important. Um, yes. But yeah, no, so we urge our listeners to go over and follow Busties forever. Yes, please. Because yes. they, they are a great community. They have a lot of great information out there. Um, and yeah, do you have any, do you want to input any more of your social medias or anything like that i'm like maybe i'll do like one more closing <laughs> yeah like, go okay, ahead you can yeah. like stitch together okay um let me think yes yeah, so <laughs> everyone follow at busties forever on instagram and tiktok it's a safe space to talk about big foods talk about our experiences what products we're liking what we're not liking and it's also just a really fun space to get to know people who are also busty but if you're not busty all titties are welcome <laughs> we talk a lot about breast health and we're talking right now during breast cancer awareness month but i know when this comes out it won't be breast cancer awareness month but we should always be checking in on our boobs thinking about our boobs talking about our boobs and I definitely know from just a few years with Busties Forever that the more we think and talk about them, the more we can accept them, take care of them, and feel a little bit more confident in the chest that we have. So keep being busty, keep being blunt bitches, and um, I can't wait to keep the conversation going, get oh, more yeah. things off our chest. It was so great yeah. to hang out with you. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank Everybody you. It was great sure meeting you. you finally, or not in yeah. person. That didn't make sense. I mean, we'd love to meet you in person eventually. <laughs> I feel like we were kind of in person. <laughs> yeah, but, yes. go over New York City, please message me. We could do something. We can go to Rack Shack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, that <laughs> a little be a, girl's trip. It would be a really good, fun, like, live video yeah. of, like, shopping. Yeah. But a whole other spinoff there. But, yes. 
But it was awesome to hang out with yeah. you. So please yeah. make sure that you guys go and follow TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'll do our little plugs. So yeah. <laughs> make sure to follow our social medias as well on Instagram, which is fairly new. We are Blunt Boobs Podcast. Tick, or Twitter, we are Blunt With Boobs. And... <laughs> It's a lot of them. And then Gmail, we are Blunt Boobs Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. 